Good evening, family. How's everybody doing today on this lovely Wednesday? Beautiful, beautiful day here. It was in the 40s, but it felt so nice, not humid. Oh, I love this. Not much wind. Although, it, 
I'm not a big fan of this particular time of the season because it's chilly enough for a jacket or a sweatshirt outside of your car. And then the moment you hop into it, it's so hot. So things will level out here soon. Maybe see a little bit of snow. But guys, this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to be doing an hour show tonight. I will tell you why in just a moment. It's Kilted Christian, episode 475. I've called this one God's Miracles Through Children. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. For those of you that I did not get a chance to say hello to during the intro, I'm so thankful you were here. Good to see you. Just popped in your kitty too. C.L. Klein, Jay Wu, Suski. Awesome to have you here and the rest of you. You know I love you very much and I am just thankful that you spend this time with us. So, um, Livin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, let me unmute you. There we go. <laughs> I'm doing really good when I'm not muted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, why am I talking I'm and like, not hearing ooh, myself? I didn't hear nothing. That was kind of strange. But uh, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a, it was a beautiful day here. We went into town and we did some grocery shopping together and came home and passed out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. We had a great day. It was a great day. Get you know, little grocery shopping. Yeah. We found a great place around here that actually sells meat affordably. Yeah, affordable you know, I, meat. I love it. So we got one place we go to get that taken yeah. care of. We need to get a little outside freezer so we can kind of stock up on some things because absolutely it's gonna get crazy here. I can't tell you how many phone calls I have from family. Finally family ask calling and asking me questions. I kind of like it because for a while they thought I was crazy. Now oh, they probably still think that. Yeah they probably think I'm crazy <laughs> but at least they're asking me crazy questions. So that's pretty yeah that's awesome. quick crazy questions are good though to ask. So uh only reason the reason we're only having an hour show tonight, guys. Um, I got a gig doing uh, archive work. Um, probably the most boring of all the editing work, but hey, a job is a job, and, and this is a tight deadline, so I got to get on it this evening and get done with it. Um, everything else after. Usually get a couple days to do it. For those of you who know, archive work is a uh, basically they send me um files that are like an hour, two hours, three hours long sometimes, and I have to go through, break them up into pieces, put them in the folders get everything organized and set up so when an editor gets to it they are broken down in the folders and they don't have to go through everything which is a big pain in the butt so uh so thankful to have that i'm at the end of the line so I only get like one of those like a week or something like that now but um i will earn my position and i'm excited to have some work that i can do from home it's very tedious cl client it is very tedious there's nothing fun about it i i enjoy actual editing editing but you got to start somewhere with a new company. So I will start there. And then maybe, maybe in like six months, I'll be like, hey, guys, guess what? I am now an official full-time editor. So uh, like I said, happy to have some work. Um, awesome news. I'm pretty excited about it. So MSM Liars joins us on Thursday nights. Absolutely. Well, this fun. he will not be um, coming in live tomorrow, unfortunately, from his house. No. But he will be right here as our first live studio guest. guest. <laughs> yes. So he is coming my way tomorrow and uh, he will be sitting right here next to me where living usually sits. Living, mm -hmm. I think, says she's going to hang out in the living room and, and talk to you guys via chat. Yep. Um. So I will have John right here with me tomorrow night. I'm excited. John's always the first. He seems to be He's like, you know, one of the first five full-time guests. First time coming over here. Oh, look at that. Matt and Head, you guys, uh, you're going to yep. be over here soon enough. But yeah, uh, we're gonna have you guys maybe Sunday we can do um, our show live from here and you guys can sit right next to the extra microphone. 
But guys, get your skates out because I just found out something really awesome. They actually put up a skating rink here at the beginning of December, right here in Flemingsburg. Yes. So I'm going to be utilizing that as much as I can. I'm actually getting my skates out, going to get them all nice and ready to go. Um, I'm excited. So Matt and Hev, if you don't know how to skate, it looks like I will be teaching you because there's no way you're getting out of this. Oh, John, you're going to be teaching me. I don't yeah, know exactly. I'll be teaching a lot of people. John, you're going to be making a little drive over here, pulling out the skates. We're yeah. going to go ice skating right here in Flemingsburg. I'm, I'm excited. They, I am too. I found that out at the bank today. I was like, so what do they do around here for Christmas? And, uh, and she went through this little list and she goes, oh, and then they have the ice rink, which they started two years ago. I'm like, what? You can hear the brake slam on this big grin on my face. She goes, oh, I take it you skate. And I'm like, I thought I was going to have to be driving all the way into uh, Lexington to do a little ice skating. But I'll be doing it right here. And hopefully they leave it up enough to where we can like, get a couple of guys together for a pickup game. Because I got my sticks, got my helmet, got my gloves, got my skates ready to go. It's yep. going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, for those of you that did not get a chance to listen to last night's show, oh, I recommend it highly. Um you know, uh, I love Dustin Emos. He's a really smart guy. Um, he does his digging. He brings the receipts. He's phenomenal at every type of digging and research that he does. And, uh, you know, he, he's willing to come on wherever we ask him to. We, we've got a really great relationship. He, we consider each other brothers. Um, I, I'm honored, you know, that he feels that way. He said that uh, we're some of the most sincere people. And this is one of the shows that he loves coming on the most because we let him talk and, uh, have a great conversation. So I'm excited yes. and I'm going to work on it bit by bit to have him as one of our weekly guests. So um, mm -hmm. I know that would be exciting. You know, uh, Nemo's, Nemo's Tuesday, yeah. you know, Nemo's Wednesday. We'll, we'll figure sure it out. sure he'd join us. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. But it was a great show. I highly recommend you guys go back and listen to it if you did not get a chance. A lot Please of do. wonderful information. Um, and like I said, he, he doesn't half-ass anything. When he does his research, he doesn't bring it to the public until – He's got his T's crossed and his I's dotted. So pretty awesome. But anyways, guys, uh, thank you for joining us this evening. Um, I had a blast being here with you guys. Have an absolutely beautiful night. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm just joking. <laughs> Get into a little bit of news and do a little bit of topic. Okay, we're done. We just wanted to say <laughs> hi. We just wanted to say hi. <laughs> guys, hi. I love you all. Um, I'm so looking funny. forward to our little prayer session that we're going to have um, this weekend with uh, Matt and Hev. Um, Absolutely. Love you too. You guys are amazing people and mm -hmm. I can't wait to spend a little bit more time. Things are starting to relax here a little bit. But we're going to do a little prayer. We're going to pray not only for our election, um, yes. we're going to pray for the elections that are going to be going on around our country um, at the beginning of November. Um, we need to pray. Um, we need to pray for their protection, but we really need to pray that they're not leading like Americans because – how has that turned out for us? Not very well. They need to lead like Jesus. And we're going to pray um, particularly for Cameron right here running for governor in our state. But for the rest of you guys that have government um, gubernatorial races that maybe have Senate Congress, there's not a lot of those, but local elections that we have the right people in the right places. God's watching over them. God's laying their hands on their shoulders and uh, share us exactly. And, and getting this done right, guys, we, we need to start – really paying attention to our local politics, working our way up. Um, but we've got to rebuild this whole temple around this country. And I know that you guys are doing your best and doing what you can. It's all starts with prayer, 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 a whole lots of it. So we're going to, like I said, have our little prayer session right here at our house. So it's going to be awesome. And I hope it's cold enough to where we can have a little fire out in the background. I know I'm going to entice them with maybe some uh, steaks or some <laughs> chicken or something. We'll, we'll grill something out. It'll be awesome. But before I get into a little bit of news, guys, 
We watched a movie last night, and I highly suggest watching this movie, all right? It was called The Girl That Believed in Miracles, and it was unbelievable. You know, I I am that always— a great movie. Yeah, I'm all about watching good spiritual God-based films, but this—hamburgers are coming soon, Steve. I've got to get my grill cooked a couple times with chicken and steak and get it worked in because my hamburgers fell into hamburger crumbles last time. <laughs> they tasted great, um, but I probably should have started off with steak. <laughs> but I went straight to a never-used grill with hamburgers, and if you've ever done that, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, plus, I think I made them a little too juicy. But uh, and juicy is good. They tasted great. They just didn't look the best. So fortunately, I was not serving at the Ritz-Carlton when that happened, but— the movie, um, The Girl That Believed in Miracles, was an absolutely well, a great film. It was well-made, all-around well-made film. It was a great production. Um, guys, it's going to make you cry. And I say guys because the girls are <laughs> a little more openly emotional. But guys, it's going to make you tear up. I mean, this movie was so well done. It was beautiful. Um, and if you love God and you love Jesus and you love the miracles that are performed here on this earth, it's going to touch you in the feels, man. It, it, it hit my soul. It was so awesome. Yes. Um, it's a tearjerker though. Yeah. It's a tearjerker. Yeah. But it was just, it's beautiful. We and, were all, we were all crying today watching it again. <laughs> and it was full of like, it was full of little miracles, yes, but then you had the great done. miracle. And I'm not going to spoil this. No. The great miracle, you mm -hmm. know, at the end, I mean, just. Yeah. Phenomenal movie, and I and I'm blessed to come across these things. Um, mm, to share too, yeah, to, you know, be able to to share it with you guys so that you guys can enjoy this movie. Um, but it was kind of in the way that Nefarious was. It wasn't like Nefarious by uh -uh. any means. But when I say like Nefarious, um, it wasn't like Christian in your face. It was definitely a Christian movie. They talked about Jesus. They talked about Christ's miracles and God. But it wasn't like some of the movies which are just. You know, Christian, 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 Christian. And the reason that I say this, because I love those real Christian films myself, personally, but we don't want an echo chamber. We want people that aren't necessarily Christians to, to watch these movies. And sometimes when they hear that a movie is just a Christian movie, they're like, I don't want to watch that. I'm not a Christian. You know, so movies like Nefarious, movies like this one, you know, are, are good for anybody. They're enjoyable yes. films. They're mm -hmm. fun to watch with the Christian base, with the discussions of Jesus, the miracles, and so forth. So it, it'll give them a chance to watch it, like the movie, maybe change their lives. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So a little wants, inspiration. Yeah, exactly. So um Heaven is real. I have not oh yeah, I have seen that one. That was the one I believe with the the kid that painted the Jesus picture, if I'm not mistaken, Steve, and, and that was a great film. Um I highly suggest it. Once again, guys, it was called The Girl Who Believed in Miracles. Mm -hmm. Kevin Sorbo was in it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Just absolutely phenomenal film. It was really good. All the way around. Um, I um, go through TikTok and just kind of checking out news and stuff. <laughs> and there's yeah. a couple of people that I follow yeah. that just put up like just movie clips, clips just yeah. scenes. Just to kind of get you, you know, to, hey, I like this film mm -hmm. or I don't like this film. And they never mention what movie it is. So you got to go into the comments to find them. But guys, if I ever come across a movie that just that touches me like this one, I'm certainly going to bring it yeah. to you. Um, we have movie night every night. So we uh, we look for different genres of, of spiritual movies. And, you know, we watch all kinds of stuff. We are open to anything. Yeah. Last so. week was King Arthur week. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was King yeah. Arthur week yeah. last week. Yeah. And uh, this week, you know, we, we've been watching, you know, 
miracle movies, movies. spiritual movies, yes. rapture movies, yes. you know, that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Um, but once again, guys, this is awesome. It's not, you know, the dark end of times film. It yeah. is just such an inspirational mm-hmm. movie. I highly suggest watching it. I've talked about it for like six minutes already, so yeah. you know it was awesome. <laughs> but um, let's get into a little bit of news real quick, guys, and then we'll get into the night's topic, which is all about miracles and kids. Once again, this was a God-led, because I always have a backup, because sometimes guests have something come up, guests can't make it, internet goes out or something, so I always have a backup, um, just in case a guest can't make it. This was my backup from last night, but I'm glad that we're doing it today after we watch this movie, because yesterday, um, Moonwolf sent me a clip of just kids with, like, special gifts, um, you know, coming from God, um, and then... I ended up getting something else that I ran across that also talked about miracles through children. Remembered an article that I'd found a while back, which is kind of what I was going to base this show about, and then this movie. You know, So I love how God talks to you because he, one way is he repeats things. God's repetitive, so not for his purposes, for our purpose. So he knows that we're listening, and we're like, okay, I hear you, God. You've sent me four things about the same topic, different, sub, you know, different um, articles, videos, and whatever. I hear you, and we're going to do a show on it. But um, first, you know, like I said, I've got very little news today because it's going to be here tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk about it. So um, first off, I just think this is hilarious. Okay, so Matt Fuller says, Mike Johnson doesn't have any retirement savings, only a single stock, or have, or no, he doesn't own a single stock has no assets at all, and has less than $5,000 in his bank account. And the news jumped all over this. The The Democrats are jumping all over this. And and my first thing is like, are you trying to discourage us or selling? Because I'm sold. I mean, no savings, sing, no stocks, has less than $5,000 in his bank account. You know why that is, family? Because he doesn't play the game. He's one of us. And from what I've seen so far, I, I wasn't a big fan of sending money over to Israel, but I do like the way that he did it. Um, I liked how he is holding their um, feet to the fire as far as the Ukraine stuff. I'm just asking you, listen, get the J6 tapes out there. Shut down the border. If you can do those two things for me, you'll have my support fully going forward. I, I will always watch you because you guys have a the, – the politicians have a way of just – giving us a little taste of what we want and then pulling it away. But nonetheless, what I've seen so far, I like, um, we'll see how it is going forward. Just shut the border down. First and foremost, January 6th, release those videos, not only for your sake, but for Trump's sake of all the people trying to remove them off the ballot, no matter how you feel about Trump or any other politicians, they have the right to have their name on the ballot and let the people decide if they're going to vote for them or not. Everything they've done so far to, to, to discourage us or remove Trump has backfired on them. So now they're trying to remove him from the ballot, and eventually that's going to backfire. But they're using the Trump started an insurrection on January 6th thing. Release the tapes. Yeah, absolutely. Show them that it was Pelosi, mm-hmm. Schiff, um, Turtle, uh, Pence that were responsible for this. And then remove, Schumer. take those people. Yeah, Schumer, take those people out of jail. They don't deserve to be there. They don't, they're not looking at, at our sleeper cells for Hamas here in our country. Nope. No, no, no. What are they doing? They're going after people that just happen to be there. Didn't even go inside the congressional building, um, which is our house. Um, they're just yes. going after random people. So we got to put a stop to this. Release the January 6th people. 
big time. But hey, so far, I, I kind of like where Speaker Johnson's going. So uh, let's just hope that he is on our side. He's not another plant. And he's just going to, like I said, give us a little taste of what we want to hear and then pull it away from us. It seems to happen a lot. So I'm always throw caution to the wind. Never put my eggs in any political basket. Um, next, uh, IMF now says inflation will last for years. So much for transitory, right? They um, also predict that years of stagnation are coming going forward caused by the rate hikes that are that are failing to stop it. Their solution, of course, is yet more government spending. Well, fortunately, you know, if we can rely on Johnson, we don't have to worry about that because the power of the purse lies within Congress. And uh, we'll see where this goes. But like I said, a crash of the, of the uh, at the very least, the housing market's coming. We've had the place right next to us. Um, mm -hmm. It's been pending for three since, months now. Yeah, since you got it, here. Yeah, it's been pending yeah, since before Bard's Fest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's still pending until the end of this month um, because they're having problems. You know, getting unless loans. you're paying for cash. Yeah, they're having problems with loans and getting it down to an affordable interest rate. Um, everything's just skyrocketing. So that's coming. Um, we'll serve with things we're, we're moving forward. So... Um, but nonetheless, guys, I know that you guys are ready and prepared for it. Uh, get your water. Matter of fact, all of our cisterns that we purchased are full. full. Yeah. 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 Which all of our, yeah. All of our cisterns are full right now. We've had that much rain and there were 50, 50 gallon cisterns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 50 so gallon cisterns. We've got 200 gallons of water right yeah, now. Yeah. Exactly. We should get some trash cans and put some out there and fill up some more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep lots of water. Lots. We're getting our chickens um, Saturday. Yeah. We our, moved that up real quick. <laughs> yeah. Our, our neighbors um, are downsizing the amount of chickens they have. So they're going to be giving us four. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, although we're still working on the greenhouse, <laughs> we do have the chicken coop up. So, um, well, well, I'm excited about that, yes. and I'm really excited about free eggs because yes. every time I, I don't think when's the last time we went to a grocery store and spent under a hundred bucks? Oh, God, not not recently. Man, it's been, it's been we usually stand and spend about two hundred. Yeah, it's usually about two hundred. Today, I was happy to only get out at one hundred and eleven. I'm like, woo! Right. Um, but everything's getting so expensive, and then the coos, the coos will be coming. The, yes. It's not the coups that are holding us back. It's no. the fence it's the that fence. hold the coups in that's holding us yeah. back because product is so expensive right now. It's going to be a saving up bit by bit and Absolutely. then, you know, getting, um, you know, a complete wrap around our Plus house. So. we would like to have two coups. Yeah, exactly. Well, a brother and a sister. Get a couple of mini sister. coups, a brother and a sister. Yeah. Well, maybe not a brother and a sister. No. Maybe something that. You know, it's not incestual that we can produce. Yeah, that's true. And, we can and, produce. And then, yeah, <laughs> Maybe exactly. a brother from a different mother. And, and then either keep it or, or sell it. Yeah. You know, that'd be a little a little extra income and allow us to put uh, more money into it. We don't need goats it. yet. We're going to start with some coos. Yeah. And we're definitely going to get some goats eventually. Yeah. Um, We just got to get a higher fence for that because I don't want to come out one day and see it jumping on my car. Yeah. Because they like to do that. Man. Yeah, they goats, yeah. goats are, are great. They're, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. But man, they're mischievous. And, uh, you know, there, there's a, a group that I used to follow on Instagram, not on Instagram anymore, but it was called the Goats of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. And I used to follow yeah, them on. It, yeah. It's a, it's a group that, that, that saves goats. Yeah. And uh, they've got loads of goats, but I just used to watch the videos of these these little carnage creatures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're little carnage creatures. Yeah. Um, I think the coos will be exciting. Oh, yeah, exactly. Maybe so, they'll just be house pets. So this is interesting. House clerk um, read earlier a statement from Nancy Pelosi saying that she has been served with a subpoena to produce documents in a criminal case in California. Oh, 
And you know, that was kind of weird. You know, it would have been, I mean, I would have been like, oh, cool, federal, but this is California. So, you know, my, my first question is, okay, what's going on here? I trust California less than I trust the Biden administration. And that says a whole lot because you know how I feel about the Biden administration. Um, could play this little clip for you because I just love listening to Senator Kennedy. He's hilarious, but he was very serious today. Senator Kennedy grills climate grifter from the U.S. Department of Energy um, on the climate scan. Uh, go ahead and I'll play this clip for you real quick. It's a minute and 47 seconds. Um, it's what uh, benefits we're having from getting our act together and reducing all of those climate benefits. We're seeing. Let me ask again. Maybe I'm being. Right now. Maybe I'm not being clear. If we spent fifty trillion dollars to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifty in the United States of America, how how much is that going to reduce world temperatures? This is a global problem. So we need to reduce our emissions, and we need to do everything we can. How much, if we do our part, is it going to reduce? So world we're temperatures? we're thirteen percent of global emissions. You don't right know, now. do you? You don't know, do you? You can do the math. We need to. You don't know, do you, Mr. Secretary? So we're 13% of if global If you know, why won't you we tell went, me? If we went to zero, that would be 13%. You don't know, do you? You just want us to spend $50 trillion, and you don't have the slightest idea whether it's going to reduce world temperatures. Now, I'm all for carbon neutrality, but you're the deputy secretary of the Department of Energy, and you're advocating we spend trillions of dollars to seek carbon neutrality, and you can't, and this isn't your money or my money, it's taxpayer money, and you can't tell me how much it's going to lower world temperatures? There, or you won't tell me? You know, but you won't? In my heart of hearts, there is no way the world gets its act together on climate change unless the U.S. leads. Tell me how much it's the going US to reduce. You, you can't tell me. Yeah, <laughs> he's right. And it's crazy because uh, he's always so funny. But he was serious as can be. And they know they don't want to answer these questions. They've How many times have they come in in front of our Congress or our Senate and spoken about the climate change? And they never, ever, ever have the answer to the same question they're asked every time. How much is this going to cost us? They won't answer. They don't want to answer that nope. because they know that it's either ridiculous or the real answer. You can't throw enough money at this in the world mm -hmm. to fix this problem because the problem doesn't exist. exist we will have a pole shift before we have a climate problem <laughs> right. you know i mean yeah we, we will see alien zombies before we ever see a climate problem yes. the world just works like this some years we have terrible hurricane seasons some years we, we don't. don't some years it snows a lot some years it snows in texas some years it doesn't snow at all yeah our world has been working this way probably since jesus was walking this earth there is no climate change. It's the biggest scam hoax. It's another money laundering aspect. Yeah. Exactly. It'll be hologram. I love Senator Kennedy, too. though. He is. He's one that gets in their face, but he usually has a pretty good. He's pretty good about joking about it, but this one he wasn't. He's a I smart, think that he's getting sick of it. Yeah, he's a smart guy. And, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you, um, wit. Um, wit. Quick wit is mm -hmm. a great way to know if someone's smart or not. That guy, man, he he doesn't need a second man, when he's throwing <laughs> no. out his funny stuff. He's pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, guys, that's enough of the news tonight. Uh, you know, there's craziness going on in our country, craziness going on in our government, craziness going on over in the Middle East, and it's going to be here tomorrow. We'll get to it then. In the meantime, guys, I'm going to talk about God uses kids to do miracles. And I love this topic. I love them. 
just the the miracles. I, I always and I've read the the miracles of Christ, but I still mm-hmm. will go back and read these articles and stuff again because I love hearing other people's perspectives on these. And and um, sometimes, like I always say, is that it just that one person um, explains something to where you can understand it better than others. Um, but then that other person may be what explains it to where you better understand. So I just leave, love reading people's perspectives on different topics, especially the miracles of Jesus. Um, but this one right here really stuck out to me because, like I said, God just kept on pushing it my way. He's like, this is what I want you to talk about. And that's the miracles that, that kids do. So God uses kids to do miracles in the name of Jesus. It's happening all around the world, and it's actually been going on for decades um, there's a video that um, I can link later on that was on YouTube that, you know, talks about this in a little bit more depth. Um, but, you know, I'm going to go through and just read some of these miracles that were performed. So what kind of miracles are these kids performing? So what what kind of miracles are we talking about? We want to warn you that these stories um, are not for the faint of heart. And if you don't go to churches that believe in miracles or you a skeptic in general, you will find them to be completely unbelievable. But that's the beauty of the miracle. Because if it was just a normal thing, we'd be like, oh, huh, look at that. Man saved cat from tree. That's the beauty of a miracle is that miracles themselves um, to an unbeliever are unbelievable because they're so amazing. You know what I'm saying? It's things that normal people don't do and you generally don't see it day to day. So most of you know that kids can hear God's voices and prophecy. Um, I'd say in some cases better than us. Yes. Because we grow up like we discussed last night. We lose our instinct over our time on this earth and we start getting our heads filled with logic. Mm -hmm. But logic isn't necessarily logical. Logic is what we are taught is logical. But kids have instinct. They're born with instinct. Wellness, um, Jen, exactly. Children are still connected in a way that we lose. We spend a lot of our time trying to come back to that point Mm -hmm. um, to believe what we are capable of. Um, but unless you were taught this every day as a kid, you disconnect yourself from it. And then you get caught up in society and, and knowledge and what the world tries to teach you. Same with you children. Know, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the children is if you're a good spiritual God loving parent who lives the Lord, not, not just believes, but lives the Lord, you're raising your children to be believers mm-hmm. from the get-go. Yes. You're not discouraged them going, no, 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 you can't move mountains. No, you can't put your hands on somebody and healing. That's just stuff you see in the movies. No, we need to let these kids know what they are capable of so that they're born knowing, they grow up knowing, and therefore they're carrying this through their lives. And one day they'll teach their kids the same. But that's one thing is that there's a lot of what I call weekend warriors um, out there, the the people that go to church on Sunday, um, to let their kids draw on the little pamphlet. They don't really, you know, spend that time explaining that relationship and what we're capable of and encouraging them more importantly. You know, this is part of the reason that we are where we are today. You know, we, we need to have God so much in our kids' souls and so much in our kids' hearts that one day when they, if they do decide to go to college, they don't fall into what our kids are falling in today. They could care less about what the world's offering them. They care more about what our kingdom is offering them. You know, so we really need to spend that time with our children because if we want to protect the innocence, it all begins with knowing Mm -hmm. Christ, with knowing God. And that's our responsibility, not just for the parents. Because, you know, I I had done a a show a while back um, specifically, 
you know, about parents. And it's important to know where your kids are going and whose houses they're going to hang out because that can be counteracted to what you're doing. It's also important that you as a parent have good friends, you know, things that, you know, somebody that you would feel comfortable leaving your child with and they're not going to come back tainted or indoctrinated. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, as we grow up, as we become adults, we have children, you know, sometimes we have old high school friends that aren't exactly the best influence on our children. Well, as an adult, we need to make the decision to walk away from it. Because once again, as a parent, you have another responsibility now, not just having fun and hanging out with those that you've loved your whole life, but making sure that the people that are around your kid are good influences. Yes, absolutely. So uh, regardless of age or gender, I'm in, and so, excuse me, I'm going to go back a little bit. Um, but I want to go for these extreme stories. These are the ones that I'm going to be reading you today that Jesus said that all believers can do regardless of age and gender. So in Mark 16, 15 to 18, he said, and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. So somebody last night when we were discussing um, the vaccinations, um, you know, I had told you that I've been asked many times, well, what if they start putting it into the food and so forth? Um, you know, yes. once again, it wasn't our choice. We didn't no. say, yes, I'm going to take the mark of the beast. I'm going to take that vaccination. They snuck it into us. So once I'm going to go read this one once again, when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. God Somebody, and then someone's response, and I wish that I could remember who it was, so I apologize, but someone's response in the chat was great. Is that our bodies are perfect. God didn't create um, didn't create us as like a used Yugo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We are properly working vehicles, um, you know, she's that he created, and God created our immune system and everything. So when we are poisoned, no different than the chemicals that are dropping out from the sky. You know what I'm saying? How is that avoidable? It's not. It's not. But God gives us what we need in our bodies in order to do these things. And prayer mm-hmm. is one of the ways that we do that. Faith, that belief in Christ, knowing that God's going to take care of us and we're going to get past these things. So he added um, in Matthew 10, 8, that his disciples would cast out devils and raise the dead. So buckle your seatbelt because the kids in the ministry have done all of these things. I'm going to read you some examples in some of these stories, and they're pretty amazing. Um, so training many training in many nations. For those of you who are not familiar with their ministry, they have trained children ministers in 27 different nations. We have a school that's they have a school that's called um, the School of Supernatural Children's Ministry, where they where their focus is to help leaders equip boys and girls to walk in the supernatural powers of Christ and God. We believe that it should be normal in a children's ministry to understand what they are capable of. Um, Pardon me, I have to cough. Um, We see many examples of the child and children's and the miracles. We as adults, like I've said before, we focus on the importance of the sacrifice that Christ made on that cross. But we don't talk too much about the healing. You know, JW47 a while back said, you know, we need to spend less time focusing on how we're going to take them out with rocks and focus on healing. Mm-hmm. And and that is a great thing is that healing isn't just healing a wound, healing a broken leg, healing someone who may have cancer. Healing is also 
healing souls, those that are, are out of touch with God, that may not know Christ, that may not understand the narrow path of what God offers us. And by introducing them to the one who possibly can, which is our Heavenly Father, um, we are helping to heal them in the greatest way that they can possibly heal. Because at this point, they become healers once yes. they get to understand what they are capable of as well through God, through Christ. Remember, we are nothing but conduits. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that really a big thing that separates us from witchcraft and so forth is that God said, do things with humility. Um Witchcraft is is very egotistical. It's not humble because they believe that that power is coming from within them. Yes, we are conduits. We are a wire, a copper wire that goes from the Lord Almighty to who we are laying our hands on. But are we the ones doing the healing? No, and we should never take credit for being the ones who healed someone. Mm -hmm. It's God using us to help other people, and we need to give credit to that. So, say. You know, we have the ability to heal or to raise the dead. We need to get on our knees the moment they stand back up and be like, Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing me with and putting me to where I need to be so that you could help this child, mm -hmm. not us. And I said that too, because I if you guys remember the little girl across the street that was really, really sick, um, God spoke to me and he was like, uh-uh, get up go over there don't pray for her right here she's right there go go find her go over there put your hands on top of her and and let me do my work you know so mm -hmm. when i walked away from that i i came back home and i told um living i told my mom that i saw her perk up mm -hmm. you know she you know it took her a little couple more days to get completely better but I came back and was like, you would not believe what God just did. Mm -hmm. I didn't come back and say, you're not going to believe what I just did. Yeah, You're not going to believe what God just did. Remember, we do things in absolute, complete humility. Um, and, and we're helping them to help ourselves because we're building their army. We're making the, the army right here um, stronger mm -hmm. through God, through Christ. So, um. So I'm going to go where I was right here. So we believe this should be a normal in children's ministry. So to make this happen, um, they've written curriculums to help them dig into God's word and to see what the Bible has to say about what we are capable of. Um, then they teach how th these kids how to uh, um, get out of their seat, show them in a practical, hands-on way how to do what we were taught in Scripture. Remember, Christ died on that cross. But he also walked this earth for 30 plus years before he even died on that cross. And he was teaching us lessons, hands on healing, getting demons out of people, um, the ability to move mountains and so forth and so forth. Our, our capabilities are endless through Christ. Our capabilities are endless through God. And we should never doubt ourselves because by doubting what we are capable of here is doubting what God is capable of. Because remember, everything that we do on this earth is because of God. So hundreds of leaders around the world started this little children's ministry. Um, they call the power clubs. Um, they currently have over a thousand power clubs around the entire world. And at any given time, there are up to 35,000 children who attend these on a regular basis. Oh, that's awesome. So these stories I'm going to read you are pretty awesome. And, and we will get um, read as many as we can before we, uh, we clog out. So this is Tommy and his aunt. I will tell you about a little six-year-old boy named Tommy. His mother and his grandmother 
taught um, the preschools in their church from our curriculum preschoolers and in his presence. In this curriculum, they taught children ages three to five years old, um, starting off young, everything that we teach the older kids, but just in very short lessons. Because if any of you guys have children, if you have puppies, you know the attention spans like 15 minutes. And then anything after that is like Charlie Brown's teacher. Womp, 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 womp. So this includes hearing God's voices and healing the sick. So Tommy spent three years being taught from this curriculum. One day, his aunt got deathly ill. She was so sick that she was confined to the bed and did not want to see anyone. When Tommy heard this, he went to his mother and said, I want to go and pray for Aunt Judy to be healed. His mom said, well, you will have to pray from here because she is so sick that she does not want visitors. He said, but God told me to go lay my hands on her and she would be healed. And when I read that, I was like, whoa, because that's the same thing that I heard from God when he told me to go to this little girl. He's like, uh-uh, you can pray from here, but get up. Don't be lazy. Go over, put your hands on top of her, heal for her directly. Let her heal. Let her hear your prayers for her. Um, and the mom said, I'm sorry, Tommy. There's no use in asking. Um, we cannot go over there. And he once again said, but God told me to go and pray for her and that she will be healed. Um, he would not give up. He was quite adamant about what God had told him. Um, he harassed his mother to the point where she finally gave in. And she said, all right, we'll go over there. But they are not going to let you in that house. They got in the car. They drove over there. They went to the door. And the woman's adult son came to the door or answered the door. Tommy said, I came to pray for your mom. And the son said, sorry, she doesn't want any visitors. She is way too sick. And he said once again, but God told me to come and pray for her and she's going to be healed. They argued back and forth for a couple of minutes and then just um, had a staring contest for a moment. Finally, the man said, um, I don't know why I'm doing this, but he let them in the house. They found the woman deathly ill in her bed. And when Tommy and his mom walked into the room, she just groaned and told them to go away. But Tommy said, no, God told me to come here and pray for you in person. And by tomorrow, you were going to be all better. She was so sick that she didn't have the strength to argue. So she let Tommy lay his little hands on her and pray a very simple prayer. Within minutes, the woman sat up in her bed. She got up and went looking for a piece of candy to give to Tommy. And as she said, within 24 hours, she was completely healed. Once again, these kids are adamant. They're like, no, God told me. And, and you know, an adult would be like, okay, I understand. But these kids were adamant about it. They were going to listen to what God had told them, and they weren't going to let this go. And because the kid listened to what God asked him to do, and he laid his little hands on top of her, she was healed like God promised within 24 hours. And I bet everybody that tried to stop that kid, see, this is the beautiful thing. So there was one miracle, the miracle that that kid laid his hands and, and allowed God to use him as that conduit in order to heal this woman. But can you imagine the son, the aunt, yeah. the mother, every one of them that tried to stop this kid, kid from, from doing, doing what, what God was. asked him to do? Yes. The greatest miracle that happened that day faith. was probably changing the faith of those three people, people. to where they didn't question anything yeah. about that again. That yeah. was the great miracle. So next we have a uh, Burundi, East Africa. 
One of our leaders in Burundi, Africa, was a village training children workers um, how to teach the children how to heal the sick. She taught the lesson and began to demonstrate how to lay hands on people to pray as the Bible told us to. But she said that the building that they were in um, did not have windows, and all the children in the neighborhood were leaning inside to watch every move that she made and listening to every word. She thought what a golden opportunity to show these teachers how to train children. She invited the kids into the building and taught them how to lay hands on them to pray. She asked the adults, are any of you actually sick with anything right now? Well, there um, were things like headaches, colds, stomach aches, etc. So she taught the kids how to pray, and every one of, the, um, of those people were healed. They were so excited. Then, all of a sudden, an old man who had been sitting on a tree stump outside began to holler loudly. Um, and I don't know, it's a mazungu, I believe is what he said. Remember, they're in Africa. That means white person in Africa. A mazungu, bring those children over here to pray for me. So they went outside to him. And the people told her that she had been crippled for many years. Every day, his son would bring him out to this area to sit on that particular stump. And at night, he would come and get him. He couldn't walk without any help. Um, she was also told that uh, he had been known his whole life as um, a womanizer and, and abusive to his own wife and to his own children. He had been an alcoholic as well his whole life. Well, the children laid their little hands on top of him, and our leader led in a simple prayer for healing. She said as they were praying that she noticed one of his thighs began to quiver just a little bit. She took it as a sign and in faith told him, stand up and do what you couldn't do before. He very slowly began to do so. After a moment and getting his balance, he slowly took his first step, took it, then took another and then took another, and all of a sudden he began to walk normally, and he took um, and he took off down that road, and then came back again completely healed. The next day was Sunday, and he came to church that day with his whole family, and they all got saved. So what were multiple miracles right there? Um, most important miracle other than him being able to walk, which is phenomenal, probably didn't have the abusiveness anymore, Absolutely. probably didn't have the alcohol problem anymore. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, he brought his entire family to the church for the first time yeah. so that they all got saved because he witnessed that miracle. He witnessed that miracle wasn't the kids that were doing it. It came through Christ. And where do you go to find Christ? Anywhere. But church is a really good place to start because you're surrounded by people that are there for the same reason bunch of sinners looking to redeem their lives through the heavenly father in Christ. So once again, absolutely amazing. And I bet for the rest of his life, like I said, he, he witnessed a miracle. He was, he was part of that miracle, but then ended up being part of other miracles himself because he brought his family there, not just himself. So, uh, India alcoholism and snakes. So this is a short one that was basically a girl in India alcohol had an alcoholic father and she anointed him with oil. Kids alone in the house in India, and a python snake came in. They rebuked it in the name of Jesus, and it turned away instantly. That's pretty awesome as well. Um, especially, you know, this was in India too. And I always love that because, you know, there's certain countries around this world that are predominantly one religion, predominantly another religion. 
this case in India, it's a lot of Hindu, a lot of Islam. Um, you know, so the fact that, you know, there were Christians there to begin with was awesome. And it's and Christianity is growing quicker today than it ever has. People are coming back to to Christ. And a big part of that is the world attacks Christians more than most religions. And there's a point, like I said the other night, they try to use these attacks to discourage us from our own faith. But in my case, in many of yours, we end up finding more faith because they're like, hey, you wouldn't be attacking us if we weren't a threat. You know, um, there's a reason that demons and the evil things, you hear many stories about them, just can't stand the word Jesus, the name Jesus, because the name itself is like prayer. It's got a whole lot of power, and they don't want to mess with it. And the thing is, is the reason they hate us so much as Christians is because when we accept Christ, we accept Christ into our hearts. Jesus is always around. He's always within us no matter where we go. So they know with us as as devoted Christians, not just the, the weekend warrior Christians, but as devoted Christians, you know, God is there, and that is the big threat. It's not us as Christians. It's because they know as us devoted Christians that God is right here within us. So, yeah, that name has got a lot of power, and I've said it before. If I ever come around evil demons or anything like that, I'm just going to start singing the praise and singing Jesus' name over and over and over again. So here's one about Tanzania and demonic influence. So a Christian school in Tanzania um, run by a good friend of the person that wrote these store or that, that wrote these accounts um, who has been using our, their curriculums for many years and raised an entire generation of kids on them. The mother came to glorious, um, which is her name uh, and asked if your unruly son could come to this school. Um, and they said, yes. So he let him when they began manifesting demonic activity, the kids got tired of it. And one day a bunch of them cornered the child, pushed him to the ground and began to cast demons out of him. From that day forward, he was the perfect student and became one of the finer scholars that ever went into that school. But once again, um, they had to remove those demons first because, you know, you give, there's a reason we have that armor. There's a reason that we have to keep that armor mended at all times because just you know if you guys have ever had a, a leaky roof it takes a pinhole water will find the smallest hole in order to work its way into your house and the devil will find any tiny blemish hole or crack into your armor to work its way into your life which is why we have to repent which is why we have to keep that armor strong so we don't give them that opportunity but what happens when you don't have that armor or you don't know about it or you don't wear it or you don't believe in it you are the perfect, perfect target for Satan, for demons, in order to manifest themselves through you and within you. And you got to get rid of those evil things. And there's only one way to do it. That's through Christ and, and through prayer. And it's like these kids laying their hands on them. It wasn't just Jesus that was performing these miracles. Remember, Jesus said, learn what I teach you and go off and do greater deeds than me. And he was talking about everything that he ever taught us. So MSMR is actually faith of the shield. Um, this is a cool one. This okay. Um, this is a Kenya clearing out of hospitals. Very very short. So the kids in Kenya cleaned out a hospital of sick women. They literally went in there and and healed everybody in this hospital. Um, this one right here is called raising a baby from the dead. And this is um, Estevan raised a baby from the dead. So um, this one's a little bit longer one. Um, I know that there will be many who do not believe this story. Um, they may even think that this was made up. Well, it wasn't. 
Um, he says that I've forgotten more stories than I can remember because this person in particular has seen so many miracles that it's hard to keep track of all of them because then you have like 20 more miracles that take the place of those other memories. They're still there. It's hard to regress. Tries to write them all down. Um, then he forgets where he puts them. But the great thing about it is even if the story is not there, the miracle still existed. But these are all real, he says. Now, why is that important? Because the Bible said in Joel 2.28 that in the last days, he would pour out his spirit upon all flesh. That includes boys and girls. And your sons and your daughters would prophesy. And Jesus himself said that you are going to do greater things than him if we asked in his glory, in his name. You know that things about the faith of a little child. Well, kids have a hundred times more faith than adults do. The problem is they need someone like us to show them what they are capable of. But we need to know what those things are first, and we need to have that faith because, you know, what's the point of a lesson if you can't show them? And, you know, so we need to, to, to gain that faith, the faith of a mustard seed and more so that we can start accomplishing these great feats so that we can pass them on to the children. They need us to get serious about um, our discipleship and equip them to walk in the power of God. So Heidi Baker said the greatest hindrance to a child walking is um, in signs and wonders is the doubt and unbelief of the adults in their lives. And that's what I was saying earlier is that we're filled with logic now. We let go of our instinct. So kids are hindered by our doubt, our disbelief. So we have to have that belief ourselves before the kids can have it because, I mean, it's like saying, it's like handing, I hate pumpkin spice. You know, <laughs> it's like me handing pumpkin spice to a kid and going, oh, you're going to love this. And they're like, why aren't you tasting it? Because I'd hate it. Um <laughs> You know, so we have to believe in these things sell ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like the kids, kids, we lead through example, not through words. And kids are smart. Kids are smarter than we give them credit for. So I think it's important for us to know that um, the personal teach and trainings of any of these children, it all starts with us as adults having that faith. So they were all taught by men and women, just like you, who taught the time or took the time to learn what they needed to get their children equipped to walk in that supernatural power of God. Why is that important? Because it means that you too can train your kids and you can see um, your own kids doing similar things. If you would um, like to be trained to raise up um, a Joel 228 generation, I encourage you all to check out this particular online training. We'll make sure to link this particular um, article that I'm reading to you. Um, training course on schools of supernatural children and ministry. And then you've got many of us here. I believe that um, um, Flightwork Mary um, knows a lot about healing and, and so forth like that. So there's people here that you can contact that know a little bit more about it than I do. Um, but there's certainly places online that you can go find it. But once again, um, I'm more cautious about online. This one right here is great, but you know, there's a lot of deception online too. Um, a lot of the scripture and stuff that I lead or interpretation, I have to be, you know, careful about reading it because they're trying to pull you into the whole new age um interpretations of of scripture. Now Mary said she's not an expert, but like I said, is uh I'm sure she still has a whole lot to teach, and I'd love to get her back on to talk about this topic in particular. So um if you know, so Basically, um, there's a couple of videos that we'll make sure to link as well so that you guys can see um, this in particular. 
But uh, the raising from the baby from the dead um, story, and I can't find it right here right now, but I'm, I've read this one before. And this kid literally, um, everyone was discouraged, you know, saying the baby's gone. There's no heartbeat. The baby's cold. There's nothing that you can do. But the thing is, unlike adults who, who give up because they're like, oh, we can't do this. Like I said, the baby's dead. You know, Lazarus was raised from the dead. Yes, it was by Christ. Um, and it was four days later that he was raised from the dead. And this kid regardless of what everybody said, went through the adults in there because they were trying to keep them bad. They didn't want them to look at the dead baby, mm -mm. Um, you know, because they thought it would be harmful to the kid. But the kid knew. God had told him, like, you have the ability to heal this child, to, to bring them back from the dead. Not one adult in that entire building believed him. But the kid himself had so much faith that he walked through those adults. You know, fortunately, being a little kid, it's easier to do it, like yes. tucking under people's legs <laughs> yes. and slipping through little cracks. Right. And he laid his hand on this child and this child literally within, I mean, he started because the, the original story was that he prayed the Lord's prayer, but he also prayed his own little prayer and the baby started to, I can't remember the word they use. Coo. Is that what it coo, is? Yes. Yeah. So the coo, baby started uh -huh. to coo. Yeah. Then the baby started to cry. And once yes. again, what was the greatest miracle that took place that day? Was it the fact that the child through Christ raised this one from the dead? You know, mm -hmm. why were there so many um, non-believing adults in that room? Were they exactly. supposed to be there? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. God wanted this to be a showcase. He wanted not only for the child, the one with the full faith of God to be the one to raise that child from the dead through Christ, but he needed those faithless adults to be into that room too. Because what ended up happening that day? They witnessed a miracle in the name of Christ. And many of those people that had that lack of faith, you know, probably never had that lack of faith again. They probably developed a stronger belief in Christ and God. They probably had a stronger relationship with him after him, but they probably never said that's not possible again, too. Exactly, Matt and Hev, for the glory always goes to God. Um, those people that day ended up seeing the miracle. And eventually, they probably ended up performing some of those miracles themselves. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I always go back to the Yoda thing. Try, try not. Mm -hmm. Do or do, do not. not. There is no try. We, The word try itself is a word of doubt. Because if you say try, that means you don't have the faith that it can be accomplished. But once again, it's not us accomplishing this. It's, it's God who is accomplishing this. It's our Christ. It is, it is God in heaven who makes all of this possible. So when we doubt, if God speaks to us and says, go raise that child from the dead, when we say, I can't, who are we really doubting? Are we doubting ourselves? No. Or are we doubting the Father in heaven? The Father. That's who we are doubting mm -hmm. because at the very least, we should make the attempt. Mm -hmm. Walk Absolutely. over there. Lay our hands on that little one or the or the adult who has passed away or the one who is sick or the one who needs to be healed in any number of ways. Mm -hmm. Lay your hands on them. Do what you can. Pray for them an hour, two hours. Don't cease in prayer. And you know what? It may not happen, but at least you had the faith in God to make that attempt and you didn't question what God's abilities were. Because once again, it's not us. God will take a wretch like me mm -hmm. and work miracles through him. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and and the, what we look at as being miracles is, you know, it, 
we we look at it in different ways. You know, we think that miracles are raising people from the dead. Mm -hmm. We think that miracles are removing demons from someone or saving a life or um, helping someone who's got cancer to not have cancer anymore. We look at those as the miracles, mm -hmm. but miracles don't have to be that big or that glorious. No. They can be something as simple as changing the heart of someone who never believed in Christ mm -hmm. or, or better yet, showing someone Christ and pulling them away from a satanic cult. Um, it can be helping somebody pass an exam that they didn't think that they can pass. Miracles come in so many different ways different and so many sizes. different forms. Yeah. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. and all miracles are great. Yes, That's the beauty absolutely. of it. You know, we just, we tend to look at things differently, um, mm -hmm. but that's the flesh. It's the human in us that has to kind of put things on scales to being a bigger miracle. See, that's the great thing. Somebody said this the other day. They're like, no, it was a big miracle. Percent and the, and the answer was all miracles are, are big. big. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's no big miracles or small miracles. No. A miracle is a miracle. Yes. And uh, I mean, it's a, it's a miracle that we're here. Yeah. It's a miracle yes. that we're alive today. Mm -hmm. It's a miracle that many of us are talking about God and Christ. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like there was a point in my life I never thought I, I would I would have beat my old my old self would have beat <laughs> my new self up. up. <laughs> there, were, there would have been a point where my old self would have beat my new self yeah. up. Yep. You know, um, it's a miracle that I got over a heroin addiction. Yes. It's a miracle that um you know i'm at the point now where i'm doing a show called kilted christian which like i said i would have beat myself up like 20 years ago mm -hmm. um everything that we have in our lives is a miracle it's a miracle that we have a roof over our head absolutely it's a miracle that we've got a telephone or a computer to, to you know have these discussions you know um matt says overcoming obstacles you know those are miracles and the thing is is i'm we get obstacles every single day and and some are a little harder while the walls are a little harder to scale but nonetheless like even even the speed bumps even the dipty doos you know for those motocrossers out there know what i'm talking about even those are miracles in themselves so uh oh look at that sorry it's a miracle that the texas rangers finally won a world series <laughs> <laughs> yeah i seen that earlier i already cried about it <laughs> yeah. And I don't ever pray for that. That's one thing I'll never, I'll yeah. never, I will pray like heavenly father, please let, let everybody out on that ice be safe this evening. Yes, but absolutely. you will never, my, my sister says all the time, um, will you pray for Lauren that she wins her, her dance competition tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And I said, and I always say the same thing. I said, I will pray for her safety. I will pray that they do their best. I will pray that God watches over them, but God doesn't pick teams. No. You know what I'm saying? He answers prayers, yeah. but he doesn't pick teams. So the fact that uh, the, the Texas Rangers finally won a World Series is, yeah. <laughs> um, is, is uh, I mean, it just means that they were a really good team and God kept them healthy and kept them playing their best, you yes, know, absolutely. but he certainly wasn't going to choose one team or the other. And because, kudos to Phoenix for staying in there. The Diamondbacks yeah. are a really good team. They're, they do a lot of good in, in um, Arizona, so... Yeah, exactly. They really do. Yeah, we we were we really we, do. This was a house divided. For this <laughs> yeah, it was a house divided, yeah, but there was no blows thrown or anything like that. I'm not a real big baseball fan. Um, I like baseball, but I just don't like to go watch it, um, especially the bigger teams and stuff. But kids, I love to watch kids' games. 
Yeah, exactly. Good to good for them to be in it. I'm, I was proud that they got in. So, and congrats to te- uh, Texas. Exactly. And once again, you know, I, I I do enjoy keeping up a little bit of sports, but yeah. I don't get consumed by the circus because that's ultimately what they all are. They're a bunch of circuses. They're meant to distract us. They're meant to, the same thing. It's the mm-hmm. same exact thing that the Romans did back in the day. Yes. When our government and our world's doing something nefarious, they're like, hey, look at the silly monkey. And that would be sports and everything else that they try to distract us with. So, um, guys, uh, like I said, we're doing a short show tonight. We'll be back for the long show tomorrow night. Um, MSM Liars will be in the house, literally in the house, right here in the studio, talking to you guys live tomorrow evening. I'm excited about that. And then um, there will be one evening um, a little bit further into November where I will not be doing a show because – MSM Liars is taking me camping. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Yeah, we're gonna I'm glad be, you're going. We're going to go um, visit God and, and a little bit of nature, hang out. Um, haven't thrown my tent up in a while. Looking forward to doing that, getting back out in the nature because it's, you know, God is everywhere. He's in your house. He's in your car. He's everywhere that you go, but it's nothing more apparent than when you were in nature, getting to see everything that God created, just being around God. So I'm looking forward to that. And, I'm, and like I said, I'm only going to, I'm only going to be camping one night just so I can come back and go live again because, uh, it's important more now that we do in this show. And like I said, for those of you out there that, you know, we're not your cup of tea. Um, I just suggest go, go find a show yeah. that you love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it's the important part is being around people that you love, being around family, um, uh-huh. getting to talk about God. And it doesn't matter where you do it. Like I said, this isn't about who has the most viewers or anything like that. Guys, I just want you to be saved. I want you to talk about God, to get into the scripture, whether it's here at Kilted Christian or any number of shows out there, and they're getting to be more and more. As a matter of fact, we talk about Jay Wu. He's going to have his own show coming up. You got the comedy show. You got Bards FM. The shows are everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So find the place that makes you feel comfortable. Find the place that you love. Um, exactly. Uh, your cup of tea is better than Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, True Patriot. <laughs> I agree with that one, a hundred percent. That's Thank a good you. one. That and is really good. Exactly, and I believe um, Truth Patriot. You're going to get to see MSM Liars this weekend. I was hoping that I would get a chance, but we got a busy weekend. Um, our brother um, Moon Wolf is going to be heading out this weekend to go visit his sister for her wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, you know, so we're going to make sure that we get a bunch of stuff done this weekend. So we're going to be a little bit busy, and we got the little prayer thing we're going to be doing on Sunday as well. So. I hope, man, you, yeah. you're one person I just want to give a huge, big, giant hug to and meet in person, and it'll happen, I promise you. That's awesome. Promise we'll you. see you, though, Truth. We'll catch up with you. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, guys, as we always end Kilted Christian with a prayer, because they're so important right now, everybody, please bow your head, and we'll get into a little bit of spiritual warfare. Heavenly Father, there's just so many things to pray about, you know. There's a lot of things that we need. And a lot of people, when they pray, they spend time praying because of what they need. But dear Lord, we need to spend more time just thanking you. Thanking you for the miracle of life. Thank you for giving us today. And Heavenly Father, if you see it so fit to give us tomorrow, let us utilize it in the greatest ways that we can use it. Dear Lord, we can't waste a minute. Idle hands are the devil's tool. Dear Lord, let our hands never be idle. Let them always be working and doing your will and your work, dear Lord. You give us so much purpose. Before I knew you, life was so simple. It was so mundane. You know, eat, sleep, work, repeat. But now, Father, I get to spend my time serving you. And I can always be better, just like all of us can, dear Lord. And I I admit that, and everyone here will admit it. Dear Lord, we're all still sinners, and we're working to become better people every single day, dear Lord. 
We're trying to become as Christ-like as we possibly can, dear Lord, but you give us the reason to wake up and a reason to get up and do things, dear Lord, and, and nothing feels better than to do what you've asked us to do, serving you in the missions, praying for those that need to be prayed for, dear Lord, laying our hands and helping those that are sick feel better, you know, pulling people over to our army so that they can know you and have that same chance at salvation that you have given us. And dear Lord, we didn't deserve it. Not one of us deserved it, but you love us enough, dear Lord, as your own children to give us that opportunity. And dear Lord, I ask that you give us that same patience with others. Some days are more difficult than others. Not going to lie. Sometimes you, you people hate on us so much and, and we get caught up in our human sides. Oh man, I can't stand that person. But father, we need to always love them. Never cease loving them. Never cease praying for them, dear Lord, because you through us, using every one of us are going to be what helps people find that narrow path. So dear Lord, I ask that you have, that you give us that same patience with others that you've given with us. Never let us give up on anybody. Even let us pray for the Pelosi's, the Schumer's and all in the Soros's, dear Lord, the Rothschilds. Let us pray for all of them, dear Lord. That would be a greatest miracle I think I've ever seen is to watch those people that do harm to this world, that turn on us, that poison us, that are trying to pull us into the devil's system, watching them come around, dear Lord. And can we make that possible? Absolutely not. But you can. So we all come together in prayer. We can make some of the greatest changes on this earth through you, dear Lord. But dear Lord, most importantly, never let a day go by where we don't get on our knees or stand or anything else and just pray and thanks for all that you've given us. Giving us today which wasn't promised. You promised us today, but you didn't promise me today yesterday. You promised me today today. But dear Lord, like I said, if you see fit to give us tomorrow, let us stand up and use it in the greatest of ways. Every single one of us, dear Lord, let us be here for one another to unify, not to divide, dear Lord. There's too much division in this world. Dear Lord, let us learn to let go of those things. Let go of, of the ill will that people put on us. When people talk about us, let us not care. Dear Lord, all that matters is what you think of us, making you happy. Dear Lord, and, and finding happiness through you, we find happiness within ourselves. We find happiness within one another, dear Lord. You're building the greatest army ever, an army which has become a family. Dear Lord, adults and children coming together in your heavenly name. And I thank you for that. I thank you for giving us these multiple platforms, dear Lord, to where we can speak about you, talk about scripture, talk to one another raise one another up. Thank you for the platforms that you've given people like Jay Wu who have like little prayer shows that are going on, little prayer um, telegrams and signals to when people feel the need to reach out and just be lifted up on a bad day. There's 50 people right there, dear Lord, that are doing just that, giving them that extra motivation, reminding them of how beautiful you are and the glory and the mercy that you've given us, stopping what they're doing and praying. Dear Lord, there's never a bad time to pray, no matter where we are, dear Lord. So let us utilize every moment. If we pray 14 times a day, let us start praying 20 times tomorrow. Dear Lord, let us utilize this day. I, I remember the story that Jeff told me, Father, it's one of the great inspirations of, of the grandmother of his wife, oh, yes. who became an inspiration not only to that family, but to all Amen. of us, who used to take four hours a day to spend time, not alone, but alone from the physical but she spent that four hours with you in prayer. Let us all become that way, dear Lord. Let us not go, well, I don't have the time. Dear Lord, 
You've given us the time, so let us make the time. But dear Lord, we just love you with all of our hearts, and we're thankful for everything you blessed us with, big and little. Let us take nothing for granted, dear Lord. Let us appreciate the importance of just being able to hug the ones that we love, pet our dogs, have a conversation with a stranger. Dear Lord, sometimes the smallest things are actually the biggest things, and it just takes us a while to realize that. Let us start to look at life, to look at faith the way that a child would, dear Lord. You Unwavering. No question that what you promise isn't going to happen. No question that the things that you taught us, we have the ability to do. Let us put ourselves back into the minds and the hearts of the children, dear Lord. They can teach us as much as we can teach them. Let that be one of our lessons for today. And the miracles that the children create, dear Lord, let us let them teach us that we also have the ability to create those miracles. Let us learn from everything that you give us. Dear Lord, give us the wisdom to be able to take the knowledge that we have on this earth and be able to use it to benefit all. Let us be selfless, not selfish. In our Heavenly Father's name, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Man, I love praying. Yeah, you do. You always you feel, you always feel good. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter, even the if it's Lord a prayer with family. Is. A little prayer. Sometimes Livin will be talking to me and I'll be in, in like head prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, are you listening to I'm me? Like, Sorry, praying to God, you know. Um, and I do that. I do that often. You know, matter of fact, uh, the last couple of days when I've gotten up in the morning, um, I woke up praying, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I didn't wake up and start praying. I literally woke up praying. praying you know what I'm saying? So even while I was sleeping, I was thanking God for what he's given me. And I, I know I'm not the only one that happens to, you know what I'm saying? That's a miracle in itself. But that's when you know that you got a connection with God is when it becomes completely like involuntary. You're just like, whoa, hey, I was in the middle of prayer. Huh, interesting. Didn't even know that. I mean, I, I'll pray as I'm going to sleep, pray when I'm waking up. I'd imagine we pray while we're sleeping. Sure um, we do. I've had a lot of really crazy dreams recently. I cannot remember them, which is really weird. So I'm hoping that yeah. God gives me that <laughs> insight because I usually remember those dreams. But uh, mm-hmm. just remember, guys, is we were told that we were going to prophesy. So mm-hmm. pay attention. Listen to what God has to say in the many ways that he speaks to us. And we're going to change this world. I can promise you that. But guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us this evening. Like I said, this will be the only short show that we have. Um, I just got a little bit of work that I got to do. Very short deadline. Tomorrow night, MSM Liars Thursday, live. It's going to be right here from the studio. I'm excited about that. And then Friday, we're going to have Douglas on. So that'll be cool, too. Yeah, pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and kick back and listen to some Douglas. Listen to some Douglas, exactly. (laughs) And then um, Sunday, if I'm not going to put them on the spot, but we are going to be doing a little prayer thing on Sunday. And I'll get with you guys and let you know when, what time and so forth. But I would love for them to come on. Remember, the weekends are only an hour show. I yeah. would love to have Matt and have come on and just Hang have out. a little God scripture free for all. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you guys get to hear their voices because they're both amazing people. Yes. But guys, I love you all very, very much. Can't tell you how much I love you. I am so thankful that you allowed us to be part of your family. Um, like Welcome I said. Welcome us into your homes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Letting us into your homes. I mean, it, it's just, it's amazing to build this this unity, to build this uh, family, to build God's army a little bit bigger every single day. Yes. Because we're going to need each other more and more as we get into chaotic times. I can promise you that. And we welcome all of our new listeners, too, from all over the country and stuff. We're glad that you're joining us on and around, the shows. And around the world. You know, for those world, of yeah. you 
for those of my wealth, my Welsh families over there, I man, I'm holding up. I know you can't see it. We're not on video, yeah. but I'm holding up the Welsh flag right now. So, Absolutely uh, yeah, so. support my, my, my Celtic brothers and sisters and everyone else around the world. Thank you so much, guys, for all of you new ones out there. For those of you listening to the publication later on, God bless you. Thank you so much for taking that time. And we love you as much as everyone here in this chat. But guys, I will see you tomorrow evening for Kilted Christian episode 476, MSM Liars Thursday, live from the studio. In the meantime, I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly and the rockets red the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that I want to thank everybody once again for joining us for Kilted Christian episode 475, God's Miracles Through Children. What a great story. You've got kids are awesome. I want to see you tomorrow night for Kilted Christian episode 476 with MSM Liars Live from the studio. But guys, I end the show every night. Stress not. Fear not. Let go of the anxiety. We are so fortunate to know how this book ends. And God never, ever backs down on his promises. God wins. We've got this, but we've got a job to do right here on this earth. Keep one foot in the kingdom. Keep the other one right down here on this earth. Let us do on earth as we do in heaven. Let us change this world. Let us take care of the little ones. Let us restore faith in God like everyone should be. Introduce them to Jesus. Help them find that narrow path. But we need to work on ourselves as well. Keep in prayer. Don't back down. Hold that line. Guys, I love you very, very much. We'll see you tomorrow evening. Have a beautiful night, and God bless.